Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this blessed opportunity to be in your presence. Holy Spirit, speak your word to us. Minister to us. Visit us in a way that we will feel your tangible and your manifold presence. Change lives, change destinies, direct us, move us forward, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Open the eyes of our understanding and give us revelation knowledge of your truth and your will, in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated, please. Wow, what a blessing. All right, Acts chapter 2, let's get right into it. Acts chapter 2. Am I singing? Okay. I could hear myself singing. And I will call upon your name. <laughs> Feel the warmth of your embrace. I could hear myself. I don't know. I was surprised <laughs> that I can do two things at the same time. Sing and keep quiet. Wow, what a shock. <laughs> then they that gladly received the word were baptized, and the same day were added unto them 3,000 souls, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed, that believed were together and had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods and parted with them all, parted with them to all men as every man had need. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added unto the church daily such as should be saved. Amen. Amen. This is the um, preamble for our Tuesday night studies for this season. Amen. Amen. And I said we are talking about the church in your house. Amen. Amen. Which is what we call the basenta. All right. And last week I spoke to you about the benefits of the basenta to the church members. Is that not the case? Yeah. So I want to take a little break from the benefits. I'll give you more benefits, God willing, next week. Today I want to talk about how to grow your basenta. Are you not excited? Uh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you don't want to know how to make your basenta bigger. Hey. So how to grow your basenta? If you have started your basenta, it must grow. It needs to grow. 
it has to grow, it has to grow, it must grow. Amen. It's not a dwarf, so it must grow. Amen. Why? Because God expects it to grow. Job 8 verse 7, the Bible says, Though thy beginnings be small. So don't be afraid of starting things small. God expects your beginning to be small. But he also expects that your end should increase. So though thy beginnings be small, yet thy latter end should greatly, not only increase, but should greatly increase. So God is expecting growth. Increase. Increase means growth. You can't start with two members, six weeks, two members, 12 weeks, two members. Three months, four months, six, two members. Some of you are growing supernaturally backwards in a descending order. It's not spiritual, it's not biblical. Amen. God expects your basenta to grow. God expects the church to grow. Once you have started, so the main problem is to start. But after you started, the next thing you should expect, you see, like your first goal is to be able to start. Many people are not able to start. So if you start, congratulations. If you started, congratulations. You've done very well to start. But after you have started, God expects growth. God expects increase. Even you must expect increase. Amen. Perhaps the reason why you are not seeing increase is because you are not expecting increase. Amen. You are not expecting increase. Oh, pastor, but everybody is expecting increase. You are, you are just, if you are wishing for increase, you are not expecting increase. Because there's a famous Italian saying that if wishes were horses, beggars will ride. Do you get it? So wishing, wish, wishing doesn't take anybody anywhere. Do you get it? If you are expecting growth, we will see you doing things that lead to growth. Amen. Amen. Making inquisitions that bring growth. Hallelujah. So sometimes your thing is not growing because you yourself, you are not expecting growth. But God expects you to grow. And God promises to give us growth. Let me show you a scripture in Jeremiah. Jeremiah, the 30th chapter, the, the 19th verse. The Bible says, out of them shall proceed thanksgiving. And the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them. And they shall not be few. And I will glorify them. And they shall not be small. God promises to multiply or to increase what we are doing. Amen. So now, how do we increase? What do we need to do? What are the practical things we must do or we must invest in to make sure that the churches that are in our homes or in our houses are growing or do grow? Amen. What do we need to do? There are things you do as a human being to grow. You eat. You sleep. You drink water. Hopefully water. But you drink. Water and Coca-Cola. Yeah, for growth. There are also things you must do for your basenta to grow. So let's look at it. Just a few keys quickly and then we go home. Number one, prayer. 
If you want your basenta to grow, you must invest in prayer. A basenta leader must pray. Jesus said men ought always to pray and not to faint. Luke 18 verse 1. Men have to pray all the time and not to faint. So how much more a leader? How much more a basenta leader? Somebody who is expecting his basenta to grow. He must pray. We must be aware that what we are doing is not social. Do you get it? Growing churches, growing basentes, it's not a social call. It's a spiritual thing. So we are in a spiritual battle. And our number one enemy, the number one enemy to the growth of your basenta is the devil. Is the devil, Lucifer himself. That's the devil. It's not the government. It's not EFF. I mean, I don't know why you blame EFF when the ANC is there. But it's not the ANC either. It's the devil. Amen. So the Bible says, we wrestle our battle, Ephesians chapter 6. We re- for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So it says, our battle is not against human beings. Our fight is not with human beings. Our wrestle is not with human beings, but it's with principalities and powers. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. Our battle is against principalities and against powers. Okay? Against rulers of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in authority. So these spiritual wickedness, they are not just normal wickedness. That They have power. The Bible says they are in high places. Hallelujah. Do you get it? So these, these, are, these are the forces we are fighting against as we are building, as God is using us to build a church or to build centers or to build centers. When you set yourself to build centers, this is what you are up against. Jesus said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell. He didn't say and the ANC or, or, or the DA. No, no, no. He said the gates of hell. So anybody who is building a church comes up against these forces. So if you don't rise up to take up a spiritual battle with these forces, you will always be moving around with two, one and a half, two, one and a half, two, one and a half, two. One and a half, one, one and a one half, zero, zero point two, like that. Zero point two is like they almost came. So they came to put their Bible down, then they go, We, we are coming right now, then they, you don't see them for three weeks, four weeks. Yeah. One day a guy was working for us in church. I think he was, I don't know whether he was building a wall or he was tiling something. And he came, as he was working, he got a phone call. Then he said, oh, he's coming right now. Then I said, oh, we should just finish. He said, oh, now, 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 now. So I said, okay, you should leave his tools. He should leave his tools. Up to today, I'm still the owner of the tools. <laughs> and I'm talking of, like, how many years? About 14 years ago or so. Yeah. About, oh, no, like 20, 20, 2009, thereabout. Yeah, 13 years. I the tools are still with me. <laughs> he has never come. He left his toolbox, everything. I mean, everything he works with. That he's come. He won't be gone more than 30 minutes. It's still not been 30 minutes. 
<laughs> Only God knows. Do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? These are the members you have. They say they are coming now. The next thing you hear, they are in Amtata. You, you were, ah, one day I came to church. I came Tuesday night like this. We did church, everything that we finished. I saw a certain sister in church. So Wednesday dawn, when I woke up to pray, there was something that came to my mind that I wanted to do. So I sent her a message that, oh, can we do this thing early this morning, seven o'clock, before people go to work? Because I knew that she would go to work. So I said, oh, can I just come and check out this thing before people go to work? So I'm in Mpumalanga. I said, hey, between the time we left church and right at dawn, you're already in Mpumalanga. I said, Wow. I'm telling you, church members are like Houdinis. Now you see me, now you don't. So you have these members. You will rise up and pray. And turn them into... It's like these powers are making them like that. So you see, you never have members. It will never grow. One person, two people. One person, two people. That for, and even the two people, we gave them to you from the church. They are already church members. So somebody's prayer has kept them in the church and they are with you. That's all you always have. From time to time, they say, look, this thing is not going. We want to transfer to another bar center. Then we use spiritual authority to keep them in your bar center so that your bar center doesn't die. But if we are going to be realistic, we must release them to go. Do you know the cause? The pastor is not rising up. The Basenta leader is now rising up to pray, to battle these spiritual forces that work against growth in a Basenta. There are fighting principalities that control the whole area. A principal is somebody who controls an area. So the principal of your school controls your school. He's the power in your his authority in that geographical area. If we step out of the school, she has no authority again. In that same way, there's a power that sits in Cinderella that controls the whole of Cinderella. As the pastor, you must rise up and pray. If you are not ready to pray, as the basenta leader, you must rise up and pray. It's not just going to call them, then they will come. I mean, I know a brother, he has been calling people to, they've been eating his food. Ah, this Sunday, I said, this is the last day. Me, I'm sitting here preaching to you. You won't bring your food to me. You are giving it to these people. Every Wednesday, they are waiting. They know that O'Boy is going to, do you know O'Boy? O'Boy is going to bring supper. And they are prepared. They've called their roommates, their friends, their next door neighbor to come and eat O'Boy's food. Then Saturday, Sunday, they'll ghost O'Boy. We, we are, what? Tomorrow is Wednesday. God willing, tomorrow is Wednesday. <laughs> Rise up and pray. Rise up and pray. Rise up at dawn and battle these forces. Bind them, restrict them, prevent them from affecting your center. When you rise up and do that, you begin to see a change. Because the chains will start to, to break off the people. The chains will start to break off the people so that they can come. Pastor, specifically, what should we pray for? Number one, pray that the people will be released to you. 
pray that they will be released to you. Pray that in Cinderella, souls will be released to you. Pray that in Imbali, souls will be released to you. Pray that in Popomeni, souls will be released to you. Pray that where your basenta is, souls will be released to you. Pray that at UKZN, souls will be released to you. Denison, souls will be released to you. You'll be surprised. Even your roommate won't come for your meeting if you don't rise up and pray. Yeah. You'll be shocked. The person lives in the room but will go out when you are coming to have the meeting. So, I'm coming now, now, now. Disappear. Come tomorrow. So, pray that souls, captives will be released to you. Mark chapter 3, Bible says, no man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his good. That strong man is the devil. That's the guy you are in a battle with. He said, no, no man can enter into the devil's house and steal his, and, and take his goods. His goods are the souls. The people you need in your basenta. Nobody can enter into a strong man's house and take the people. Except he first bind the strong man, which is tie the strong man down, resist the strong man, I mean overpower the strong man. That's the only time he will release one person to you. And then he will spoil his house. Jesus says the same thing in Luke, Luke 11. He puts it even better. He says, when a, strong, when a strong man armed keepeth his palace, Luke 11, I'm reading 21 and 22. When a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. His goods are in peace. Next verse. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusted and divided his faults. The stronger man is you. You have to rise up. How do you become stronger? When you rise up in prayer. When you rise up in prayer, you become the stronger man. You rise up in prayer, you become the stronger man so that you can take the people from him. Until then, oh no, you will not have anybody. It's not for weaklings. To get one soul, it's not for weaklings. Oh yeah. You, you talk, I so I get your point, but... I, I really get your point, you know. What you are saying really makes sense, but. Yeah, but. Yeah, you, you have, the devil is pulling. So, in their minds, they can understand, but in their heart, the devil is pulling them back. Yeah. They cannot. In the mind, they comprehend with the mind, but the devil still has a hold and pulling them. Well, look, the gospel of Jesus Christ is so clear. It's so clear. If you just read that, look, I am a sinner, I'm going to hell. Then somebody comes to die in my place so that I shouldn't go to hell. What should I do? All I have to do is to believe, put my confidence in him. It's very simple. As soon as you see, you say, oh, this is a good deal. It's a very good deal. I mean, why shouldn't I take it? It's not asking me for money. It's not it's just asking me to believe. It's a good deal. So when somebody doesn't take such a deal, there's a greater force. Pulling the person. That's why we have to rise up and pray. 
You can't be a center leader, just selfies, uh, photographs, updating your status, no prayer. Oh, please. Please. So pray that captives will be released to you. Isaiah 43, he says, fear not, verse 5 and 6, for I'm with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east. This is when you pray. When you pray, this is what God says. Fear not, for I'm with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. I will say to the north, give up. And to the south, keep not back. I will bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth. God said, when we pray, I will speak to the north. I will command the people to come to you. Yeah, I'll call. There are many people there. If prayer goes in, they will come chasing you. You won't go chasing them. Yeah. I mean, last Sunday we had a testimony. A guy, somebody came to church. His roommate came to church. His roommate had left him. So when he woke up, his roommate had come to church. Then he called his roommate. Where are you? Then the roommate said, oh, I've gone to church. He said, oh, I want to come to the church too. I also want to come to church. I want to come. He has a roommate. Where is the church? I also want to come there. Then Pastor Lungani went to fetch the guy. He came. When he got to the church, he said, ah, this church, I know it already. He started to quote to me from Anakazo. Telling me things from the books. You are sitting here, you read the book. He started to quote me to me things from the books. Yeah. But how did he come to the church? He just woke up and said, Ah, his roommate has gone to church. He said, Eh, me too. I want to go to where which, which church that my roommate can go to. Me too, I can go. Please show me where the church is. I want to come. I want to come. I want to come. Rise up and pray. God is waiting for prayer so that he can push the captives to you. Push the captives to you so that your basenta can grow. Yeah. Number two, pray that Christ be birthed in them. I think today I should just do prayer and then pray that Christ be birthed in them. What does he mean? Pray that people become born again. Not only do they come to you, but they become born again. Because when they come to you, they don't become born again. It's useless. It's useless. Our mission here is to introduce Jesus to as many people as possible. Nothing less than that. So when they come to you and they don't, they don't see Jesus, they don't encounter Jesus, they don't become born again, it's, it's a fruitless venture. It's useless. Hey, pastor, I will come to church useless. You, what, you need Jesus first before we even talk about the church. I mean, you coming to church without Jesus, it's like going to a university when you are, you are not a student. You are not registered in the university, but every day you are working at UKZN. You are working in UKZN. What, what, after three years, you won't get a degree. Have you not seen the cleaners in UK that they've been there longer than you, yet they have nothing. They don't have a grade, what we call a grade point average, GPA. They don't have one. They've been there. Some of them have been there for 10 years. By now, they should have, they should have had their doctorate or even be professors. Yet, they don't have anything. Meanwhile, they, every day they are on UK ZN, even the security people. They are there. I have nothing. So when you don't know Jesus, you have not even started. 
But you will see people do say, we'll follow you to church. We'll come to, no, 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 no. Pray that Jesus Christ be birthed in them. Be birthed in them. Then the real relationship starts. Paul said, brethren, my heart desire and prayer to God is that Israel, for Israel, is that they might be saved. The people need to be saved. They need to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Isaiah 66, the famous scripture we all know. It says, before she travailed, 66, 7, she brought forth. Before her pain came, she was delivered of a man child. Then he says, who has heard of such a thing? Who has seen such a thing? Such things. Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? As soon as as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. So he's asking a question that. Ah, verse 7. This this scripture, the writer of this scripture, he's making fun of the people. Yeah, he's making, he says, Ah, before she prayed, she brought forth her children. (laughs) Before even she got into labor, boom, she had a male child. And she asked, have you heard of such a thing? You you yourself, what you are saying, have you heard of such a thing before? That somebody can just have a child without going, without labor. Have you heard some before? You want to have people become born again without prayer. People don't become, captives are not released without prayer. Without prayer, nobody will be released. Yeah, without prayer, without travail. The word travail here is for prayer. Without prayer. He said, before she traveled, she brought what a child. Then he started, have you heard such a thing before? That somebody hasn't traveled, then a child is born. Have you seen some before? Unless somebody travels, Pastor Spa, nobody will give their lives to Christ. No new prayer, no new convert. Listen, until somebody travels in prayer, nobody will give their life to Christ. You are here because somebody prayed. Yeah. You are here because somebody labored in prayer. Somebody prayed. If we don't rise up and pray as Basenta leaders, nobody will give their lives to Christ. Nobody. In your Basenta, they won't give their life. They will just come and eat your food. One quarter a day, eat it. They'll say, they will even choose the flavor. We want jalapeno. Eat it, but don't give them. With chicken, with chicken or beef. Beef or chicken, it will be like we are on an airline. Beef or chicken, please. Fish. That's exotic. So rise up and pray so that Christ is birthed in them, which is they become born again. Pray for the grace of God that brings salvation to appear to them. To appear to them. You know why the church is quiet? Because you don't pray. So you can't even say amen. Yeah, it's a knockout from the first round. Yeah, because you, you don't pray. You are, you are even surprised. That, Pastor, I should pray. Yes, you should pray. You should pray. I told you, look, 18, one, men ought, or men, not pastors, men ought to pray. Men ought to pray. Everybody's got to pray. You got 
to pray just to make it a day. I say you pray. Let's pray. <laughs> yeah. That's who MC Hammer. Ne? Even an unbeliever like MC Hammer, God forbid. I don't know. But MC Hammer can touch this. Can touch that guy. He said, You got to pray just to make it a day. I say you pray. And you pray. Yeah. If he is telling you to pray, then you, me, your pastor, when I tell you to pray, you are looking at me with strange eyes. <laughs> you got to pray. Everybody's got to pray. So rise up and pray so that people become born again. Or you have thieves, drunkards, and robbers, prostitutes. Even assassins, suicide bombers, Habib and Co. You have all of them. <laughs> Vlad and Co. They'll all be. They'll be in your bar center. Yeah. When you finish the bar center meeting on on Thursday, then they will tell you that Friday they'll come and invite you to the club. You, the bar center leader. Yeah. Rosemary, please call call Rosemary for me. Listen to me, okay? Yeah. I won't take long. Those of you who can't put your phone away, you have a major problem. And you have to deal with it now. Or else in the future, you will be surprised what it will become. So I'm, I'm giving you advice now and I'm helping you now. Deal with it. That, look, for the next 13 that I can put the phone aside. Yeah. I'm, I'm very serious. It's free advice. Clap for me. Next one. Pray that Christ be formed in them. So you have prayed for Christ to be birthed in them. Pray that Christ be formed in them. Galatians 4, 9. The Bible says, my little children, in whom I traveled again. In birth, until Christ be formed in you. So he said, so here, this scripture tells us that I have traveled before. The scriptures are too slow. I have traveled before. Galatians 4.19. It says, my little children, of whom I, I traveled in birth again. It means I traveled at first. For Christ to be birthed in you. I am traveling again. For Christ to be formed in you. I prayed for Christ to be birthed in you. I'm praying again that Christ be formed in you. Amen. Pastor, what's the difference? You see, when you pray for, when people get born again, Christ is birthed in them. The spirit of the Lord comes into them. But you see that they don't have the character of Christ. So they are born again, all right, but they are still thieves. Either part-time, full-time, passive or active. Do you get it? I mean, what do I mean by passive thieves? If you sit by them, you forget your phone, they will take it. And they will say when they came to church, God bless them. That's passive. Active is they'll go to the mall, take some bags, 
and then they'll go through, go out with it. That's active. I mean, it's, it's like, it's a vocation. Passive is just coincidental. Yeah. So you see so many people in the church are like unbelievers. Do you get it? It's like they still fornicate. Some even fornicate more than unbelievers. Do you get it? They still fornicate. They still drink. They still... And they are making no effort to change or to stop. I mean, it's a normal life for them. Because that's the life of an unbeliever. But when Christ is formed in them, now the character of Christ starts to develop in them. The character of Christ starts to develop in them. Start to, so you will see, they, they start to change. The things they were doing before, they stop doing. No, 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 no. Ah, this thing, this doesn't sit, I don't think it's proper. Then they stop this. You, by the time you realize they've stopped that. By the time you realize they've stopped this. Suddenly, when you look at them, maybe after three years, they're like, ah. Today they were telling me about somebody who used to be a bad guy. Look, I said, no, 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 no. You can tell me anything you want to tell me about this guy. There's, no, there's not even one bad bone in him. Because he looks like, a, I, I said, if all our children were like this guy, we would even pray for our children again. <laughs> but why is it so? Christ has been birthed. And now Christ has been formed. Christ has been formed. So you see, they've stopped lying. They've stopped cheating. Stop lying, stop cheating, stop stealing, stop all the funny things. They just live a clean life. A good life. When you see them, you say, hey, people can be good though. Yes, Christ has been formed in them. The character of Jesus Christ has now come into them. And if you don't pray for your members, it will never come into them. And once it doesn't come into them, they cannot be established in your center. Because then the next big sin that comes t- will take them away. Yeah, the next sin that can take them away. You'll be so shocked. Your own members. So you'll just be working for nothing. Every Christmas, you are recycling members. Every Christmas, because when they went home, or even some of you recycle members, even mid-year, because as soon as they go home, you see, they have come to PMB. So even last Christmas, I asked a sister, so are you saying that you can only be a Christian in PMB? You just go to uh, Pine Town here or where the toll gate is. Once you cross the toll gate, your Christianity is gone. Yeah. So they just go home once. As soon as they arrive in Josini, not Josini, um, in Zimkulu. As soon as they arrive, arrive in Zimkulu, their old boyfriend who didn't pass matric. Who didn't pass matric? Sees them at the shopping center. Boxer. At Boxer. Boxer. They've come to Boxer to buy maize meal. Mealy meal. And then the old, this guy who didn't pass the matrico. And they have gone to first year and they have come. Then they come and meet this matric dropout who's going nowhere has become more totalized in the area. Hey, you are back. 
Ah, that's the end of their Christian life. Watch people when they go home and come. It's a very, very... <laughs> but when you pray, so he looks at her and says, Wozala, that's it. It's finished. She can't even stand up for herself and say, no, 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 no. Not anymore. Those days, I mean, but why, why are you calling me? Even small matric, even small matric, uh, 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 what do you call it? Geography, you couldn't pass. And you are calling me. Do you think we are at the same level? What is your student number? What is your student number? <laughs> Instead of standing up to her and say, look, let me talk to you. Listen to me carefully. Do you have a student number? He will say, what is a student? I say, yes. When you know what a student number is, then call me. Call me. <laughs> oh, 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 God. Pray for them to be established in Christ and in your basenta. So I'm dealing with prayer today. I'm saying, these are the specific things you should be praying. Pastor, what should I pray about? These are the things to pray about. Pray that the people be established in Christ and in your basenta. Pray that they be established in Christ and in your basenta. Not that as they are in Christ, they are having doubts. Ahead of a certain, a certain religion. Let me read the scripture first before I even go to town because I may go very far. Second Thessalonians 3, the Bible says, but the Lord is faithful. This was my quiet time today. But the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. God will establish you and keep you from evil. Yeah. That they will be established in Christ, number one, and in your basenta, number two. Because if they are established in Christ, they will stay in your basenta. It's not that as they are there, they say, I know new world order. I've heard something different. Yeah. This, this pastor who's playing the keyboard, when he got born again, we're all there, we're all okay, trying to know God, growing day by day. Then was there when he came, he said he had found some um, Shebrews. Shebrews. How were you saying it? Shebrews. Or Shembe. Not Shembe. <laughs> yeah, Hebrews. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay. I was there when he told the story. I know all the stories. Yeah, so I, was, I don't know whether Hebrews or Hebrews or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And he thinks uh, the Shabbat. He used to talk to me about the Shabbat. The Shabbat. A lot of funny ideas. So he will sit down, he will start to come up with all these funny ideas. And you see, there's a lot of deception moving around. If nobody explains to you properly, you will just go off. So he will come with this Shibru, 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 um, Shabak, Shabak, Shab, Shab, something. <laughs> and he was a good boy. Do you get it? I mean, good boy in terms of a good church member comes, helps around everything. I used to arrange the chairs in the church myself. From the first day he came to the church, he said, Pastor, 
as a pastor, you shouldn't be carrying chairs and moving around. It's not nice. I will carry all the chairs. So even when I carry chairs, he can, he's alone. He wants to carry all the chairs. More time is going. When I try to help carrying the chairs, then he's angry. Hey! From that time, I knew that God will use him. Then he's angry that I'm carrying chairs. So I knew that this is a good person and do ministry. But other ideas, other rabbis, yeah, Hebraic rabbis. Do you know Hebraic? Which is Hebrew rabbis or Hebraic rabbis, which is female Hebrew rabbis. <laughs> he was now meeting Nicodemus and Co. And they were telling him things. <laughs> yeah. I realized I have to go on my knees and pray. Break their power over him. Break their power. For his mind to be stabilized on Jesus Christ as the only way to heaven. You have people, they are having ideas, thoughts. Oh, maybe let's join our other brothers who bend down when when they are praying. Yeah, or let's join these other ones who wear large clothes and move around. Or let's join the ones who wear caps and go because a cap represents that God is the covering over us. Let's join. I'm different. There are different religions. I mean, for every product, there are different imitations moving around from corn products. Or every good product has an imitation. Yeah, every, every good product has an imitation. Every, I mean, unless the product is not good. Yeah, every good product has an imitation. Has a generic. Yeah, don't you see that when I came with my line, everybody started to put a line in their hair. Even girls started to put lines in their hair. Then you see that it's a good product. Genuine American product. Yeah. Even girls. People started to put for their children. Their children's children. (laughs) So by all means, if Christianity is a good religion, by means there will be imitations around. But you have to pray for their minds to be established on Christ, on Jesus Christ, the center of it all. Stabilize on Jesus Christ. If you don't pray, you see they are there, then they will backslide. You see they are there. That's why people, they will be there and then they will backslide into something horrible. You can't even speak about it in public anymore. Something extremely horrible. Because somebody did not pray. But if we rise up and we will pray for the people. Take it personal. Pray for them. For their minds to be stayed on God. For their minds to be established on Christ. Yeah, Christ. You see, growth will start to come. Because you'll be establishing them one after the other, one after the other. There'll be nobody with two minds sitting in your bar center. Half of his mind is a Christian, but at home he's a Sangoma. No, 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 no. Amen. Say another amen. Amen. Number next one. Pray for them to be set free from demonic attacks. And break strongholds over them. 
pray for your members. Pray for the people you are getting to be set free from demonic attacks, demonic oppressions. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel, the good news to the poor, to set the captives free. People are under captivity and bondages from the devil. It's your prayer that will break the chains of the devil on them. Or else if you don't do that. I mean, if you have prayed all these prayers, Christ has been birthing them, Christ has been forming them, they have the character of Christ and everything. They are stabilizing Christ and everything, but they are constantly under demonic oppression. Satan is attacking them every single day. They can't be happy in Christ. Because today this, tomorrow that, tomorrow, every business they start, it collapses. Anything they do, it doesn't work. After a while, they will say that, you know, Christianity doesn't work. Yeah. Any relationship they enter, it breaks. After a while, they will say, hmm. Hmm. Pastor. Hmm. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, don't say you know something. Pastor, time is going. Time is going. By the time you realize they have gone to bring Mohammed Atta, they want to marry Mohammed Atta. You know Mohammed Atta, the guy who was involved in the bombing of the World Trade Center. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Or they've gone to bring Kemika Ali. Do you know Chemical Ali? Yeah, this uh, Chemical Ali, I think he was number four or number three to Osama Bin Laden. Chemical, his name was Chemical Ali. <laughs> How he got the name, only God knows. Chemical, I, I'm sure he used to mix chemicals to make bombs. <laughs> chemical Ali. <laughs> I think he, they, 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 America, they had him upside down. They blew off his head. Yeah. Chemically. He says, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Why? For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Prayer, which is our weapon, is mighty and is able to pull down strongholds. Some of them have masturbated. They cannot go without. I mean, it's almost like now skin bleaching. Yeah. Yeah. It's a captivity. They can't be free. Some have smoked. They've smoked everything and anything. Once it can catch fire, they can smoke it. (laughs) <laughs> if they can light it they can smoke it listen if they can light it they can smoke it so even when they see your car passing and smoke is coming out of the exhaust they feel they can smoke your engine 
there's enough smoke. They, they tell themselves, what a waste. What a waste. They say, pastor is wasting so much smoke in this car. <laughs> so when they are driving with you to church, they feel like connecting to the exhaust. <laughs> and be pulling it like hubbly babbly. <laughs> So by the time they get to church, they are as high as high school. I'm telling you, you can't even track them down. You think you are preaching to them, but they are listening to the most high. They are high. (laughs) Oh no, they've connected directly with the most high God. I'm telling you. Look, they, they, they. <laughs> like I say, they, they, are, they are about four hours ahead of us. <laughs> it's two o'clock, but they are at six o'clock already. Yeah, so high and so far. I'm telling you. The smokers can look at me, but let's go on. May every addiction over your life break in the name of Jesus. May every captivity you are in, may you be set free in the name of Jesus. Yes, I'm under captivity of pornography. Instead of facing them and shouting at them, pray for them. Because when somebody's under bondage, it's not like they want to be there or they are being kept prisoners there. Being kept prisoners there. So pray for them. You don't get it out by shouting at them. Or by beating them. No. Pray for them. Because the Bible says your weapons. They are not carnal. They are not earthly weapons. But they are mighty. What you should know about them. They are mighty and they have the ability to pull down strongholds. Yeah. To pull down strongholds. Pray that the captivity be broken over their lives. Pray it. Next one. Finally, I close with this one. After such a time, you just have to close. Pray for them to find joy in the Lord. Pray for them to find joy in the Lord. Romans 14. I'm reading 17 and 18. It says, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that is, for he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of man. How do we know you are serving God and you are acceptable to Christ? You are acceptable to God and approve of men. When we see righteousness in your life, when we see peace in your life, when we see joy of the Holy Spirit in your life. So that's how we know. That's how we know. 
That's how we know. But pray that they will find joy in serving God. Joy in Christ. Or else they will find joy in other things. They will find happiness in other unnecessary things. So pray for them. Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. What keeps us going as Christians is joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. So if your sheep find the joy in Christ, they'll just keep serving God. Coming to church will be nice to them. Reading their Bible will be nice to them. I can read the Bible and start to laugh. Just yesterday, somebody was showing us scripture on the golf course from Amos, a translation of the Bible. Amos 1 or something. I say, hey, Amos, this Amos guy, it's not a, it's, he can write things. So we read the scripture, we all started to laugh. Say, hey, there are things. When people don't have the joy of the Lord, that's when reading the Bible is even difficult for them. Because when they read the Bible, it's not exciting to them. They don't find anything nice. What is this, Pastor? Every day is sending us a scripture. We have to read the scripture that is sent to us. It's like you are even punishing them. They would rather check their statuses and update, check other people's statuses, go TikToking, Facebooking, all kinds of, instead of read the Bible. Instead of read the Bible. But when they find the joy of the Lord, they want to know more in the Bible. The Bible comes alive to them. Spiritual things become exciting to them. Yeah. So winning, witnessing, all these things become exciting to them. And they become more stable. And as they become stable, Whatever you are doing begins to grow. It begins to grow. It begins to grow. Because you add one to one, you get two. You add another one, you get three. Then you add another one, you, you keep adding. You keep adding. You keep adding. The, the church in Acts chapter 2, Bible says, they continued in prayer. May we continue in prayer. Fervent there for our sheep. If you have, you know, but center is going to grow, you have to be a praying person. Yeah. We can tell, look, there's a direct relationship between your members and your prayer. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. Hey, Pastor, I pray a lot. Just check the members. You will know. Hey, Pastor, I've been praying the whole night, three nights, four nights. Check the number of members. You will know direct relationship. Direct relationship. Prayer goes up, membership goes up. Prayer goes up, membership goes up. Prayer goes up, membership goes up. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Lift your hands and pray and say, Lord, give me the grace to be a praying basenta leader. A praying basenta leader. A praying basenta leader. A praying basenta leader. Give me the grace. Give me the, help me. Help me to invest time to pray for my basenta. Every day. Every day. Help me to pray at least one hour for my basenta members. For the growth of my basenta. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Two hours of prayer. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Rambe Lord, I pray for this congregation. Help us turn us into praying leaders who will pray for the people you have given to us, who will pray for captives to be released, 
who pray for Christ to be birthed in them, who pray for Christ to be formed in them, who pray for them to be established in Christ in the name of Jesus, who pray, Lord, for them to find joy in you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. You are here tonight. You say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want Christ to be birthed in me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I don't know if I die. I don't know whether I'll go to heaven or I'll go to hell. You are here like that. Pastor, please pray with me. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand with me. I'll pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. Pastor, I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Say this prayer with me. Everybody say, Dear Lord Jesus. I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together and please welcome Pastor Spa. for teaching us how to pray step by step even what to pray about Amen you may be seated in the presence of God thank you for joining us we believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley for more information contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street Peter Maritzburg or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.